Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Threat Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. And with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. <laughs> That's good to hear. I'm glad you're doing well. I hope everybody else out there is doing well. Also, uh, thank you for downloading the podcast this week. We really appreciate all the support out there. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, all the good stuff like that. Also, we like interacting with you. Hit us up on our Instagram, Lads, or Twitter, at LadsThread. And we like to get some feedback as well when it comes to any of the topics we talk about or just hearing uh, suggestions or anything like that. So hit us up on our email, listeners at threadless.com. Uh, Kevin, we had somebody, a listener, reach out to us last week saying how much they enjoyed the animal segment uh, uh. that we that we did because and um because they just didn't know any of that stuff about animals. This is a little ed- education for them, and um, maybe we could do some more educational things in the future. I'm going to do some, I guess, educational stuff right now because science is education, right? I would, I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah science education. Well, like today, the Mars rover uh, Perseverance—they're naming it the Perseverance rover—landed on Mars. Um, uh, done by NASA. Now, apparently, there's two other rovers, one by Russia and one by uh, United Arab Emirates. I don't know if they reached Mars yet or not, but as of we're recording right now, um, just earlier today, the new Perseverance rover safely landed on Mars, and it's kind of cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Landed in this one spot. Well, like it's a whole thing. It took basically about two hundred and three days to get to Mars, which was two hundred and ninety three million miles. And I was just shocked that a anything could get to Mars that quickly. I didn't know we had. Yeah, that's. Re- <laughs> I thought it would take like a at least like a year. I didn't think we could do it in like two thirds of a year. Yeah, I know. I guess when you have like. Uh non-organic life forms or not life forms but non-organic material you can just slingshot it they're probably <laughs> slingshotting around planets left and right out there yeah i mean uh, we can slingshot people isn't that um basically what taking off in a space shuttle is although i guess I you can do that all the way to mars but yeah i don't know if we can just slingshot all the way to mars or That's like true. our bodies i mean maybe i don't know they did it in armageddon remember they sl- slingshot around the moon I land never behind saw, the asteroid. I never saw Armageddon. Oh my gosh, dude! I forgot you said that the other day. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, a disaster. Like, I I don't like um, what is it? I don't like Aerosmith, first of all. And I just whenever <laughs> I think, <laughs> I don't. Whenever I think of Armageddon, I think of that. Don't want to close my eyes because, like, I, I fucking hate that song. I hate Aerosmith. I hate anything Aerosmith is attached to. Oh my god! So, I, I, and immediately out um, on that, it just it just yeah. wasn't a bit. Liv Tyler overrated actress. First of all, that's why she hasn't done any yeah. acting in forever. Well, that's that may be her like first. That's what did it. It oh, may yeah. have been, but what an ensemble, dude! 
Bruce Willis. Well, I'm, uh, nah, he's okay. Billy Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob young is ben, dope. ben Affleck is young, also young Ben Affleck. <laughs> Any age like, Ben Affleck yeah. is extremely questionable. Will Patton, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, I don't know Michael Clark Duncan. Is. Rest in peace. You know who Will Patton is. He, he's the um, he's the uh, the assistant coach in um, remember the Titans, or he was he was the original coach. Oh, and they replaced him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, that's like literally the only thing I think I know him from because I never seen the Iron Man before. Um, and then, I and just then put Michael together that Liv Tyler's in that. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, he was the best one in that movie, to be honest. Well, and Billy Bob. Billy Bob's great. Green, yeah, Green Mile. Mile. Uh, what what is that? What's that line from Green Mile? Dead man walking down a Green Mile, <laughs> or something, oh, whatever. When he's like that on movie... his way to like get uh, electrocuted or whatever. I saw that movie. Uh, yeah, Dead Man Walking Down the Green Mile. I saw that movie way <laughs> too young. And when he's like bringing the mouse back to life for the other, oh my gosh, dude, like it's. Spoiled. I mean, I, that's also a movie I've never actually seen. <laughs> you never saw the Green Mile, dude? No. Tom Hanks, that other guy that I can't remember right now. <laughs> what a great no, movie! I'm like a really bad movie seer. Like people would be uh, shocked, and I think they're but probably that's learning a classic, now. Though. That I just I just don't watch a lot of movies. I'm just like bad at Sam watching Rockwell. popular movies. I guess Sam Rockwell. I do like him as an actor. The The Green Mile's worth it though. You should watch that movie. That's a that's a good that's a good movie. Well, maybe I'll I, read the book. I'll read the book. I'll read the book. Well, the um, book will be much better. Yeah, but but you don't also a, don't get Michael Clark Duncan. Stephen King. <laughs> that's true. I yeah, don't Stephen get. King. Yeah. I get zero Michael Clark Duncan if I read. If I read the book, so maybe I should just watch the movie. I never really put together though. Um, going back to Armageddon, which is I, I, we just went down a whole tangent, but whatever, we're here now. Um, Liv Tyler was in <laughs> Armageddon, and her fucking dad made like that's the what most I mean. Popular song, off yeah, of, it's totally they kicked off her career. I, I'm out on that, nepotism. Out, on but the older I get, the the I but that's dude NFL announcing. You know, all sports announcing and and Hollywood is all nepotism, dude. Yeah, I mean, a I lot older, of shit I is like, nepotism. Dense. Your local well, construction, yeah, like, companies, nepotism. Like, every... There's nepotism everywhere. And it's not always a bad thing. Um, I just hate Aerosmith. Wait, no, what were you about to say before that? And I hate Liv Tyler as an actress. No, but, I, was gonna, um, I Yeah, were, me too. She ruined Lord of the Rings. I was going to say... But it's true because, like, especially in Hollywood, like, think about what it takes to become an actor or actress in Hollywood. You have to, like, go on a billion audits. Who can do that during the day? Like, you know what I mean? You either work, even if you're working as a waiter, you can't do that during the day. You know, you got to be well, rich yeah. already, practically. And then well, as I get older, I, 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 don't, I, realize, I don't like, Liv Tyler, Denzel Washington's son. I think it's real accurate. I bet if we Google the list of it, of all the actor, current actors and actresses whose family was already in Hollywood, I bet it's enormous. Uh, maybe maybe we can look that up um we can look that up some other time but i did want to get back to our initial discussion of the mars rover now there they it like landed in like this former water basin and they think that what 35 or like 3.5 billion years ago there used to be a ton of water where this is so now it's going to like try to collect a bunch of uh samples in scientists can actually see what's going on can control it 
read these samples they can figure out some stuff with carbon and all all of this is like basically like leading to because there's there's this little helicopter in it and like they have to do some basic testing for like yeah, the next month and if everything goes well they can yeah let out this drone which they weren't really sure and still aren't a hundred percent sure it's going to work because mars atmosphere is just so much uh lighter it's just different than earth so they're not sure how it's going to react but it's it's pretty interesting um what's going on but all of this all of this is just the 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 building blocks for the eventual movement of some people to mars and that is not anything i would ever want to do would you ever want to let go to mars it's actually weird i was having this like really really well i just recently to to preface this i've just recently reread hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy um because i've been looking for a book that's going to hook me and i used to love that book as a kid and it it takes you like 30 seconds anyway shout out kid but i was on this like really long tangent actually in my head of like not only do i not want to be on that for you don't want it like you're putting your whole family in a position to be like basically one your family's gonna be martians from going on that fucking sucks Two, your right. your whole family is probably going to be put into some sort of castus. You want to be on the last train out, do you know? You want to be an Earthling because Earth is always going to be like the the mother planet. Well, you know I don't know. I mean? We're like, kind of like I was going like a whole right now. We'll figure it out, dude. We'll figure. It out. <laughs> I was going down this whole like rabbit hole of like thoughts and science fiction of how like I think you're doing your family a disservice if you go out over there to Mars because it's going to be like you're probably going to end up being a miner. Or something shitty, you know what I mean? Unless you <laughs> go over there, it's like yeah. Most people that are going to Mars, especially off the bat, mining, mining and farming. Oh yeah, and like in a lot of mining, yeah, <laughs> farming in the like whatever biospheres that they and, create. And then what? Once it gets biosphered up and are terraformed, and you're not going to get thanked for it. People are just going to look down on you. They're just going to be like, oh, this is the the Mar-, You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah, sucks. Right. So, so uh, I think. Stand here. You stay on this rock as long as you can. Then you go over there when you have to, or you go over there with like a really specific set of skills where you know you're not going to end up being like a miner. Well, what if you're? That's what I was thinking. What if you're single? I mean, I would do it. I mean, you know, for I don't think I don't think I don't think the plan, especially early on, like of moving people to Mars, we're just going to be like shipping families out. I think it's all going to be like single, single people. Oh yeah, it's workers. You're going to be a worker. Serious. Serious, probably science or engineering backgrounds or stuff like that. But the, the, maybe, you, dude. You know, there's getting... already kind of like groups that are doing testing, like um, kind of makeshift yeah. Mars replication, like just spending. Because there, there's yeah. like a lot of uh, psychological and physical tools yes. that's going to be taken into like account that need to be taken into account because like if you're going to mars you're just with whatever team is on your spaceship so you're basically in this group of like i don't know like seven eight people for a very 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 long time a very oh, very so very long. long and then time. you find out like bill and and, and joanne mm-hmm. aren't doing shit the whole time and you're just right. like, there's no hr <clears throat> you can complain to you can't do shit yeah, so, and then you know, Tim and Jane snap, like probably. end up like hooking up, and then one of them breaks, up. and then, then one of them's like, I don't know about it. They stop hooking up, and there's going to be all this weirdness. And, it's and like, then John's banging her. Yeah, like oh my God. <laughs> so there's a That's ton gonna be... 
of psychological uh, and interpersonal relationships that just like we're, we're not used to having. So we really got to test that out, I guess. And um, yeah. just yeah, like that, the survival aspect fun. alone, because I think people are like going out into the desert, basically, and, and doing things like this, like down yeah, in like I mean, Texas, and Arizona, like New Mexico, things like that, to replicate what it would be like. Yeah, that's on a Mars. I for some reason I think for humans I've heard that the the actual ride over there would be like six months. Oh, and here, let me look that up. Six months. It, six months. Honestly, isn't that bad. I mean, isn't would would that be like two hundred and three oh, days? Seven, seven months. Seven months. Um, that would be seven I, months I, I with Bill and Jane not doing to... shit, dude. And John, you know, I, I don't know, dude. Right. You're well, eating, I don't think you're, there's. You're I don't MREs. know if there's much to do on the spaceship as you're traveling there. There's not much to do on Mars, dude. Like that <laughs> fucking sucks. And there's no, there's no way back. Like, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know the the, the plan. Um. Well, the, like, and part of this initial mission is to kind of figure out, you know, how to launch off, I think. I don't know. Maybe not. There, there's yeah. probably some more that I got to research. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like you basically know there's no coming back. Once you agree yeah. that you're going to Mars, you're not thinking that you're coming back to Earth. I, I would just like, once you're going yeah. 29 or 293 million miles away. I'm pretty sure you're like, ah, fucker. Right. That's, that's probably the problem too. It's like the people that want to sign up for that might not be like the best people, like the people you necessarily like want going. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm just generalizing mm-hmm. here, but like that, that's gotta be a lot of, right. that's going to be a lot. Oh, and, and a lot of science fiction stuff that, that, you know, I'm a big uh, nerd, but like, it's funny because there's a lot of science fiction books. I can't think of the series in particular, but like, as we progress, um, as we progress with our technology, um, in like the oh God, I cannot remember the name of the series. But anyway, they send out um, people in hyperspace in like a sleep mode to go out to the other galaxies and things like that. But as uh, technology progresses on Earth, it's actually like people who got sent out later actually go back to rescue a lot of the people that were sent out because like the technology for the pods and stuff has gotten faster. So they're like, dude. I got sent out way after you, but I'm coming to get you because your ship sucks or whatever. No, oh, wow. so uh, that could happen too. You know, Who knows? I mean, there's I mean, really, yeah, there's a ton of things that could happen. That um, none of it's going to happen within our lifetime. So, but it, I, I think it's still, no. I think it's still pretty cool. Uh, I like. Yeah, this is great. Travel. Stepping stones. Yeah, we got to do this. Yeah. This is how you know. This is how science progresses. It really sure. is. It really is on so many different levels, and there's all sorts of. Uh, unintended kind of things that we can still learn that we're not even like going in planning on learning. That's the beauty of science. You never know what's going to happen. Like you've heard of like, you know, different inventions. Like um, I think that's how. Viagra. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Viagra. I forget what that was all about. I think it was a heart medicine originally. Okay. That's cool. Cause it's, I was a, gonna, vaso, I, it's a vasodilator. Uh-huh. I was going to use like post-it notes. Cause I think. Oh, the guy oh. who invented post-it notes worked at like a glue, like he worked at like a glue place or something and was trying to design like a better type of glue and then ended up making love like glue that's like on post-it notes and stuff. So he like just kind of accidentally stumbled into a billion dollar idea. Um, yeah. Well, space actually fears. I, I think space exploration is super cool. 
go the idea of going to space scares me to no end um so me too. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that So, Kevin, yeah, I was noticing we have this whole new way we're recording our podcast, and it provides a video version as well, and I couldn't help but notice in the video, you've got a large red rash-type situation on your chin um, right below your non-mustache, too. Like, that's a lot of shocking things happening while I'm seeing you right now. You don't have a mustache anymore, and you've got a, yeah. a crazy red thing on your chin you need to explain both of these please please explain well the giant red spot that resembles a giant disgusting pimple happened earlier in the week it actually looks better right now which is sad but like we (laughs) went to um uh, the intern and i finally went to Lidl grocery store this past weekend which our one friend in the thread has been touting for forever it's probably like the people who do aldi Uh and it's I don't know what it's the people that do all the also do Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. So it's by the the, that group, and I mean it's a pretty cool store. They they have a really great. It's supposed to be like inexpensive, I guess, and they have a good selection. Their bakery was awesome, and then the weird thing is in the middle of the store they have this like random section where they just have random. Yeah, they have. uh, I've heard about this. I was talking to my girlfriend about this because I didn't even know there was Beatles anywhere around here. And there's one like just south of the city, and oh really? Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty interesting. Or just west of the city, I think. Um, but I heard about that one aisle that's just filled with random things, and I guess it's discounted. Yeah. It's like kind of just like a clearance aisle of sorts or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely filled with like junk when we went. Oh, they had some right. funfetti. But, like, yeah, they have, like, tables and, like, all kinds of stuff. But it was cool. It was cool to walk around. Like, they definitely have a good meat selection. If I wasn't a Sam's Club member, I'd definitely get meat there because it looked good and cheap. But, like, uh-huh. I get my meat at Sam's. So. You were, you the, bakery the bakery was, sweet. was nice. Interesting. Bakery was so nice. I ended up getting a four-pack of pretzel, freshly made pretzel rolls, and they were delicious. They were amazing. Nice. Um, but, anyway, one of the things we saw when we're, like, moseying around that's the bad part about going to a new grocery store. We're just moseying, picking up stuff we definitely didn't need. Yeah, yeah. But we picked up a uh, uh, breakfast pizza where it wasn't like, um, it wasn't frozen, but it was um, like, you know. I was about to ask, was it frozen or do they, they, do they make those like in-house to like uh, take and bake basically? It was like a take and bake. Yeah, it was like a take and bake. And um, so obviously okay. we wanted to get that. We also went at like 10 in the morning, so... So anyway, I came back. We immediately popped in this breakfast pizza. It looked good. It smelled great when it was cooking. Finished up, cut it up, and it had like you know cheese and egg and chopped up sausage on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Typical, what I didn't uh, realize, pizza. what I didn't realize, is that when I took a bite of it initially, that the instead of using any kind of like a sauce, they used like some sort of Velveeta cheese situation. So when I took a bite of it, the cheese on the pizza like 
slat just kind of scooped up that Velveeta cheese and just smacked it on my face and it got like stuck to my face burning scalding me and <laughs> oh it was my horrible. god <laughs> i was like it was the worst thing it was so painful and the pizza wasn't even that good uh, to be honest it wasn't even i honestly think it gave me stomach issues for like i'm still recovering from it was uh-huh. terrible i'll never get that again uh-huh. So, so, and I so, burned the crap out of my face. It's a lot. It's a lot of high praise for Lidl after making such a shoddy uh, breakfast pizza. But um, I definitely didn't well, realize that that, that was a burn that was on your face. I've never seen somebody. Yeah. Well, like I've never seen a, a burn, a scald, I guess, uh, from food directly, like on a face oh, like yeah. that. Like I've burned. Like people will burn your. Well, most people don't get like a or burn. something like that. It was like. It was like lava stuck to my face. So even like as I'm trying to get it off, it's just burning me because it's like Velveeta. So it's like stuck oh my to my God. face. It was horrible. It was <laughs> Good Lord, man. Uh, well, I hope that you recover well. I hope you've been neosporing that thing up a little bit, you know. Nah, just been washing my face. Lotion. Washing your it. face normally. Lotion. Well, what happened to your mustache? Was it related? Did it also get uh, hot lava cheese? Hot level little cheese on that, and you had to cut it off or something like no, that. No, I was trying to trim it up. You know, I got this nice, I got some Amazon gift cards for Christmas, and I had bought this like nice shaving slash grooming kit, and I was trying to like trim it up, and I was trying to trim up the sides, and I accidentally just took off. I took off way too much from the side, so I. I tried to even it up on the other side, but it looked like too short Hitler-ish. of a mustache. If you know, yeah. And the intern was just <laughs> like, you about to you say, if you know what I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Everybody knows what the little mustache means. And you definitely <laughs> were like, trying to be Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> no, it did not look good. It didn't look good at all. It's hard, man. I got, I have new respect for people that deal with that all the time because like, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't stop growing once it's growing. Yeah. See, but I mean, this maintain. is like a problem. I don't, really have like i grow the minimalist amount of facial hair it's extremely wispy and it just looks bad so i just always have to be cutting it i've I've never had enough hair on my face where styling was an option i'm surprised honestly you know because you know you you get some nice haircuts you get it all styled up maybe a little little product in there shorter on the sides a little longer on the top You, you got a nice hair look on the top of your head i'm surprised that you haven't you know done that or the or the bottom part of your face you've just gotten a little bit more you know uh a stylish a little bit more better with a blade uh to, to yeah i gotta work on it clean that up i gotta get i gotta like watch some tutorials and i just tried to wing it i was also like tired you know i was just trying to ah, it's doing too much i yeah, should just maybe. let it be doing too much man just let the the mustache ride what exactly because the mustache was like like what exactly were you trying to do are you trying to get like a pencil thing going on or no no well so it grows down like it continues to grow like down so it was like way over my lip so you know i I trimmed that up Uh but the sides were like it was becoming kind of like handlebar-y you know what i mean so i was trying to get the side what i should have done Nah, I don't think so. I think they do. I should have gotten some. What I should have done is just gotten some wax and like waxed it up and then trimmed down underneath it. But you know, you live and learn. You live and yeah. learn. I'll next, next time, next time. Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, yeah, your your whole face is 
it is all over the place. Um, it really threw me. has like a ton of nose hair and like ear hair i think it's gonna like stop giving a shit and you're just gonna let everything grow do you think there's gonna be a point in your day where you just don't care anymore i guess it's hard to say now because i'm assuming like you you know when you're like out you just see like a really old guy they just got fucking air like ear and nose hair is just like sprouting out like an overgrown vegetation or something like that and I guess there's just one day where they're just like, fuck it, I don't care. Do you do you think that that will ever happen to you? I this I know it's not going to happen to me. I can't grow any hair. But um, do you think that you're going to become one of those people? I'd like to hope I won't. You know, part of my the sweet, like, shaving kit I got has, like, a nose trimmer attachment. I don't really get ear hair yet. I mean, but I feel like that's something only old people get. So that maybe is I will true. Then. Does ear hair only happen to older people? Like, I don't know a lot of people with like ear hair, or people that like have yeah, to I mean, like trim their ear hair. But then, like, yeah, I see old dudes with fucking rampant ear hair. <laughs> like, I've never I'm not, like I'm when not does really that sure where it in? Where did I don't know where it starts from? Like, does it start from inside the like your ear hole, or is it like like where is that hair coming from? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Maybe it gets I, painful. I mean, I've, I guess I've seen some people with a little here in their air, but it's always, like, wispy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why that happens. I don't know if that's, like, an old thing. They did prove recently, though, that old people smell. That, like, legitimately is a thing. And it's from, I guess, oh, yeah, like, decaying skin or, like, stuff like that. And oh it just, God. like, naturally creates old people smell. And, like, is there old people hair? Like, when <laughs> your body, I, like, for some reason, your skin cells are dying, but then it just all, like, reattaches uh, itself to your hair follicle. I don't, I don't know. Not a scientist. This just, is just awful. But I can say for sure that that, is a, that distinct old people smell is a real thing. Yeah, for sure. From all right. my years working in, like, nursing homes and stuff. That is, it is an unfortunate thing to think about but it's true it's like we're slowly down we're like a plucked flower you know we look good but we're slowly wilting you know we're like meat <laughs> in the refrigerator yeah i don't know that's what it true is. I, we're, it's we a are to think about it's pretty much yeah like how we were talking about a couple of weeks ago uh turning 30 and stuff like that i feel like it's pretty much after 30 it's, it's slowly everything's just decaying breaking down until the point of which you uh have old people smell and that's your that's your that's your scent. Oh. Um, well, it is they, interesting. They youth, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. Now that we're on it's this topic, spend... wait, 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 what were you about to say? I was gonna say, I, we, like most people, I feel like spend your twenties and sometimes early thirties just fucking redlining your body. You know what that's I mean? True. Just like going. It's... just hammering it, and then when you get to like forty and fifty, you're like, "Fuck, why was I doing that? Why was I?" Mm-hmm. Why did I drink nine margaritas that night right. for a month? You know what I mean? Like, the one geez. thing I, I, I can uh, point to that 
I won't, I'm not worried about that. I've been moisturizing my entire body for a very long time. I think my skin's going to be on point for a while. Um, the nice the insides too. of my body, who knows? Who knows? That's a very toss right. up in the air. Right. But I was going to say, like, while we're on this topic, what? You, I, I, I can't be the only person. I feel like this is like a thing that is known amongst the general public. But certain older ladies... And it, I feel like it only happens when you're like an older lady have very distinct perfumes oh, that yeah. just kind of smell like older lady. Yeah. Like I, you go out now and you just like a, a, a girl our age or younger or something like that. It's like, I don't know, something a little bit more bubbly, a little bit more fruity, a little bit more something. I don't know. And then older ladies always just have, uh, it's almost like frankincense and myrrh out of a church or something. Yeah. <laughs> and that is like yeah. the scent that they go to and it's what they rely on. And I don't know, I don't know if that's like a generational thing. Like if older ladies now, just when they were growing up, that was the only types of perfumes that were available. So that's like what they're used to. Or if... Yeah. That's just like your your scent, your smell, your olfactory senses just change where you need something that smells more like that as you get older. I don't know. I don't know if older if oh, do older men find that scent attractive. Like I don't know what it is, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, absolutely. I it might be marketing to like old ladies heading into Macy's and they see like the like who's the um like Elizabeth Taylor on the wall? It's like oh yeah, she was who I wanted, but she's like ninety. Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? like yeah, just. No, I, I feel know. like just... when I see like Elizabeth Taylor, I feel like she's been wearing that scent her entire life. I feel like she's always had old ladies. I I don't know. I, I guess there's no real answers. Oh to my this. gosh, she died. We're not prepared about that. Did not know she passed away. Uh, I recently? did not either. She, she passed away ten years ago, two thousand eleven. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, Arrested Development's been off that. the air that long? I didn't know. No, that's not Elizabeth Taylor. That's um, that is Elizabeth that's Liza Minnelli. Taylor. No, it's Liza oh, Minnelli. Oh, shit. Wait, who the fuck is Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> Another, like, she's probably around or, you know, that same time period. No, I'll, I'll have to Google her. Uh, she's probably product of nepotism as far as I yeah, absolutely but sure. uh, we're talking about, you know, just getting older, I guess, right now. And it, it couldn't help make me think. We have a friend. Uh, who's part of our group chat? Oh, dude! Um, real quick, this is exactly what it is. Like, I just out of chance googled uh-huh. Liza Minnelli perfume, and she's got a perfume. So it's all Mark. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> she's marketing these scents. <laughs> oh, really? They're you know, they're marketing these. I mean, because who knows? Who are we gonna look up? Like, who's The Rock Cologne when we're like ninety or like eighty? You know what I mean? Oh, maybe um, not The Rock. He's I mean, much older than us. That's true. Like the rock is really temporary. I don't. I have like two go-to colognes. I would like to have more colognes. Colognes fucking expensive though. But there's some really good oh, yeah. ones. There was one. I'm trying to think of um, what this one. He was like the best smelling fucking cologne I've ever seen in my life, and like a little bottle of it was. 200 something dollars i'm like that not not gonna get that today um and i yeah i I don't know it's it's a racket i feel like 
I feel like cologne is such a racket. Like, I feel like cologne should have been way more expensive back in the day when people, like, didn't, like, shower regularly. And it was Mm -hmm. a prized thing that people kind of, like, it was a sense of just having money to have cologne that you smelled a certain way. But, like, anybody can fucking smell dope with, like, like, any soap nowadays. I feel like cologne's a bullshit racket. Because what it is, what is it? Just like a bunch of essential yeah. oils, like kind of fucking put together. Like that can't be that expensive. I refuse to think that that's that expensive. It's one of those things you really have to experiment with too, because there have been people that have walked past me where they're clearly wearing cologne and I'm just like, God, that does. But then there's people that walk past me that are all, like another dude that I walk past wearing cologne. I'm like, dang, that guy smells good. Like that fits him. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess it's, it's what matches your, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Creed wanna... of Creed Aventus. Aventus. That Creed is Aventus. Aventus. Yeah, that is the best smelling cologne I think I've ever seen or smelled. I want that all up on my body, but it is like pushing three hundred dollars for a bottle of that shit. And that's just that's Dang. just not anything that's <laughs> that's a wise investment uh for me at this time. But to go back what I was talking about, we have this friend who, wow, Tom Ford has a perfume that's called Fucking Fabulous, and it's worth, wow, it's going on Sephora for $895. That, that's crazy. That's a lot of money. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, like, we're talking about um, older people, like, getting older, all of that stuff. We have this friend who's part of our group chat situation who is rapidly, rapidly becoming the oldest man in the world like the stereo he, he's almost become a caricature of like an old man who's like yelling at kids on his lawn and just 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 it's problematic just pissed off at society and like every little thing like he was arguing why he didn't understand why like vegetarians wanted to eat uh meatless burgers or like <laughs> plant-based burgers and was going off about how if they're giving up meat they shouldn't <laughs> eat uh plant-based burgers because it's like cheating and stuff like that and i'm just like what is going on when did you become the most crotchety yeah. old man i used to make fun of you kevin for being the oldest person on a group basically just because you go to sleep early and wake up early and you know you hit those early bird specials and stuff like that but he is like zoom rushed past you as the oldest person in our friend group and it's it's literally like a Larry David situation. Just like everything just pisses him off till no end. And I'm just like, it's compl- dude, what do you, I, I don't even understand what you're so upset about. He's complaining about the dog breathing too loud in the living room or whatever. Yeah. I, I thought he was he joking about us, this He's like, this first. dog's breathing too loud. Now he's licking himself. It's like, making so much goddamn noise. I'm like, tell it to why, move. Why, like, why are you just pissed off at the, he sends us a picture of the dog. It's the most innocent, cute looking dog I've ever seen. It looked all, yeah, it looked <laughs> it super looked cute. Super but... fine, well behaved. It was just chilling there on the ground, not doing anything. Oh my God. And then he's pissed off at the dog. And I'm just like, what? I don't like that. I guess it's something I've always been, and I don't know why, but always been very conscious of that I don't want to grow up and be an old person or just even like an older person or like whatever who's just pissed off at everything anybody younger or like anything's like doing like especially like he was complaining that some kids were selling lemonade 
outside of some yeah, that kid was... that's like practicing their 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 instrument or playing like a train whistle like a three-year-old or something like that and he's playing i'm like do you not remember that you used to be one of those fucking kids like people... he seems like he was a real annoying kid too 100 percent. that's a lot <laughs> that's a lot um but I just think it's good to have some perspective and not just, you don't have to be pissed off at everything. Like, I feel like you're, it's more work. It's more stress. It's hard. It's hard to be. I feel like it's so hard to be that pissed off at anything ever. And he's like pissed off. Like, it's just so much energy and time and attention that you have to put towards. It's like, I could just ignore all of this and go about my own business. It's, de- <laughs> it's definitely not good to be putting out that much negative energy in the no. world too. Like that, that, that comes yeah. back. You, know? and you, he's gotta put only, out, you gotta put out good yeah. vibes. And he's only our age. I mean, it's just going yeah, to r- rise exponentially with time. I, I, I fear what he's going to be like at like 55. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah, that's going to be. Fear. He's going to be that person that kids talk about in the neighborhoods. Like, yeah, that's the evil man. Like, <laughs> Like, don't let your boy over <laughs> his fence and like, shit like that. <laughs> like, it's legitimately who is he coming right now. Oh, my gosh. Spears documentary. I was upset that you didn't finally get to that you didn't watch it and we didn't get to talk about it together. But you did watch it within the past week. Yes. Um, what, what what did you think about that? A little Britney Britney doc uh, recap here. We got going on. Yeah, that that doc was wild, man. And I thought it was well done. You know, not like uh, super. I hate to say no agenda because there clearly was, but like you know what I mean. Like I, I thought it was well-rounded the information they were giving i had actually heard about uh the free britney stuff from the intern a while back because um not free britney but about the secret messages in her instagram and all that stuff oh yeah um so i remember i remember hearing about that but i mean i had no idea i felt bad because this is exactly what dave Chappelle said back in the day what hollywood does does is they they try to make you seem crazy to everyone and like this was all happening when we were in high school uh-huh. I, this all happened when we were in high school and I was like kind of remembering some, I obviously I wasn't really tuned into what was going on with Britney Spears back in, when we were in high school, but I, I kind of remembered some of this stuff going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, First of all, yeah, totally. second of all, third of all, Britney Spears looked great. First of all, shape. second of all, First third of all. She, of all. I, I, she should have gotten way more credit for that because she actually looked good with that shaved Wait, head. looked good with the shaved head? She didn't look bad. I mean, she's, yeah. she's a beautiful lady. She... she I mean, right, she's got a beautiful the, face. So yeah, regardless of hair or not or whatever style it would be, and um, but she would still look. I good, was act- people were just treating her as like a, some just Dude, wild, crazy was- person, some superstar who've gone over the edge because she had too much money and power, 
and that was so far from the actual situation that was happening that paparazzo dude made me want to reach through the screen when right. he was when they went through that whole uh That's that whole exchange like towards the end of the doc like, i don't want to spoil it for any- i yeah. mean everyone's probably watching no now, i, I like, said it oh my god well i was talking about it like last week pretty in depth i was talking about him and uh how much i fucking hated paparazzi after that point not that i really had any love that for dude paparazzi, sucks. but uh he gave me a whole new appreciation of hate towards paparazzi um the one scene where the paparazzi people are like fighting and then the girls are like freaked out, like crying. Cause they're like, what the fuck? We're just trying to like exit this area. And these people are like, yeah, yeah. like they're like, come on, getting into a I'm fight just, over. I just want a picture. Like she needs us. We need her. She needs us sort of ideal. Like that, oh, that's God. like what they always go into. Like that's always a paparazzi's defense is they need us as much as we need them. And that's their justification right. for uh, just, encroaching on people's personal lives into a way that is extremely voyeuristic but very just skin crawly in a way and that's all that that's all that documentary made me feel it was just a society it made my skin crawl for what society was at that time it was just so disgusting um you can tell she's like a nice person too because in the beginning Oh, and I mean specifically about the paparazzi, but like I don't really know her, obviously. But um, she's like waving to them, being nice, like letting them do their thing. She's like getting that burger or whatever. And then towards the end, they're like fucking uh, practically abusing her, and it's like, oh my, like leave this chick alone, leave right. anybody alone. No, it's Good crazy. God. We just had no respect or even perception of people's mental health and what different actions can can do. To people and what could lead them to and it actually leads me to something else i was thinking about this ta- this discussion might get a little existential i don't know and uh kevin was not prepared for this but just talking about mental health and how different people deal with that and different ways we all cope with the stresses of life and pressures of life all the time it just got me to think like would you ever take a ayahuasca um, I, no, I don't think so. After all the things I've heard about it. <laughs> well, and for those that don't know, ayahuasca, it's a, it's, it's a psychoactive, basically liquid brew that's gotten from like a couple of different plants. Um, you basically have to, like, if you're going to do it right, you should go somewhere to like Brazil, Central America, Peru, stuff like that. Peru find a good shaman because you need to have a shaman what, kind what's of lead name? you Did through it? it what who yeah who um uh she had the, the show on e and she did the netflix series about her trip doing ayahuasca god what is her name she had the talk show remember Gwyneth paltrow uh no because i think they took on, on that goop show they took ayahuasca chelsea handler chelsea handler did it oh uh, but she was she was raw with it too because you know that dude you you for all the people don't know you shit yourself you puke the whole time and it's like no i think i think that's like a very that's part what like how it's been explained is basically that's part of the cleansing process and like and and this is this isn't for well i mean you're supposed to fast before like you're supposed to like do a vegan or vegetarian diet less 
<laughs> you're very dismissive of something of a, of a practice that I'm not, lots of people have like actually I, benefited a ton off of taking ayahuasca. I, like people have gotten off of a drug I'm a huge proponent. People have cured their depression and yeah. stuff like that. No, so I, it, it's not something I'm not going to say dismiss. I'm not saying much it's detail. for every, everyone. I'm not saying it's for no, no. everyone. I'm a huge proponent of psychedelics for breaking down the ego and, and things like that. You know, I can't get into a whole bunch of stuff, but you know what I mean? It's it's out there. And then, but like ayahuasca specifically, I just don't think I could go through that whole, that yeah. whole process. It, it is like it's definitely, it's, de- it's definitely like an intense thing. That's why you have to kind of have a shaman to like guide you through the whole process of it. Somebody that's experienced can help you deal. Cause it can last yeah. from anywhere from two to six hours. And yet like people... Well, there's like a lot of different things that can happen to people and you might go through all of them. The the physical reactions of the vomiting, possible diarrhea, that does happen. They explain that that's a cleansing of the body. It's cleansing of the toxins of the body. And that's why they suggest to do vegetarianism or veganism before going into the whole process. It's a whole collective process of purifying your body. And But like there there's moments of... In, intense joy there's moments of maybe uh anxiety and things like that that you go through it's good to have a guide that's guiding you through that but people have claimed and said that they've gotten over things like chronic things like depression uh drug abuse just anxiety like lots of different problems as a long term uh like as opposed to the short term uh, effects that it has to you, the long-term effects on people's mental stability really helped. And I, it just got me like thinking about the, the, the different types of things people go through to, to reach kind of a mental, I guess, state where they're just kind of more at peace. Like we just deal with like a ton of stress all the time in our lives uh, yeah. from work to medical to just like everything everything in life especially as like you're as an adult is just stressful and people deal with that in different ways i've always kind of like i don't know if i would take ayahuasca but it's not out of the realm of possibility i but like it's not something that really like uh, um really like speaks to me that much but i do think i'm i i'm still kind of searching for a a reason uh, of just like life i like i've always like wondered like what if i like just go out like find some just very off the map like buddhist monastery and just like meditate and just like do a serious just kind of escape from the kind of like uh world that's like something i've always thought that like i shouldn't should do and would need to do at some point in my life. I don't know when that point is, but I feel like I'm still, I'm still in a lot of ways searching for just, I don't know, something. And that's what we all are. That's what we're all doing all the time. But I feel like I haven't explored kind of lots of different types of people's ways about going about it around the world and stuff like that. It's a lot of proponents out there for, for, you know, dude, Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. went out. Peru almost got stuck after COVID. He was definitely doing ayahuasca. I mean, he didn't say that, but he definitely probably was. Yeah. And look, MVP. 
season of the league. Right. I mean, but I I, I always think because like we have like certain ways like I don't like how we treat mental health in this country. Like a lot of this like go to therapy and like you know talk to somebody. Take these pills. Yeah, yeah, or like whatever. But that's not and therapy is great and talking to someone, having an outlet to talk about your problems is awesome. But there's so many other ways about you know finding that inner peace finding uh, a sense of self uh it, that it's just done a lot of different ways around the world i always find it just very interesting like ayahuasca is just one of these many ways of different cultures and how they deal with it and different types of people i was yeah. thought it would be interesting i feel like that's something i need to go through i feel like i'm still looking for some sort of peace and i don't know if if, if it's achievable i mean i do it with you right now <laughs> i would i would do it with you yeah. if we went if we like got a trip and did it i don't know what the like but how do you find out like a good shaman you know those guys like that's right sure, and like you know, now it's you. become such a thing here that there's definitely right. shiesty yeah. shamans that are just like trying Shiesty. to make money off of the westerners that are taking up this new this new fab but like i i don't even necessarily right. like think like it would be cool to just like i don't know just go like you've seen those like monasteries or buddhist place like just like it's like sitting on like a mountaintop out in the middle of nowhere and like the dudes there just like yeah. meditating and like thinking about life and like i don't know there's there's like cool things like that that i feel like i should i should experience i should try to do at some point in this life just to not you know i don't know i think it would just be cool i would think it would be you should start like, meditating i know a lot of people really talk about the positives of that i did actually there was like a there was a point uh in high school where i got super into like buddhism just like learning about it because i mean we i was raised catholic went to catholic school all my life so all i like really knew was catholicism and then in our high school we had our first world religions class and we learned all about like just yeah. we just like learned about the world's religion. Nothing like crazy or anything. We just like learned about them. But then I remember learning about Buddhism and it just like spoke to me in a different way about spirituality and how they approach everything. And it was just such a departure. And I thought it was cool. I remember trying meditating when I was younger. And uh it definitely like is good there was a point where i like tried meditating at night in like a dark room silence for like two weeks straight and it i think it does help mentally there's a like but it's hard to like want to do that and to force yourself to do that all the time yeah i was um i was listening to i think it was drew carey yeah drew carey on the armchair expert podcast with dax and he was talking about that they went on like a yoga or like a meditation retreat to like like learn how to meditate and be better at it and like he talked about like all the distractions you get like as soon as you're like 30 seconds in and then like your brain starts going like oh i need to do this i need to do that and then but it's like it's like that's a learned skill to just kind of like block everything out just like like focus or you know be in the moment and right you know so that dang i, I might look into a meditation as well well yeah it's tough I, like, I like yeah. running running was my way to meditate but right uh, well, like know. we we were just like talking about you know mental health and in our group chat we were just talking about it like a little bit and just got me thinking a little bit um about different options and uh, and that's that that is a a recommendation that's not my actual recommendation but people seek 
seek out some ways. Like if you're going through some stressful periods, there's lots of different ways tactics to uh, to 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 explore, and uh, don't be afraid of using that outlet. to a close for this week and before we get out of here i wanted to hit you with a little february black history month fact or uh, i don't i don't even know what to call these things um uh history lessons or whatever but today i want to talk about henry box brown henry box brown was enslaved in Wisa county virginia in 1815 when he was only 15 years old um basically grew up being a slave he had a wife and three kids with um or he had a he had a wife with whom he had three kids a fourth was on the way his wife and kids were at that point sold to a a plantation in north carolina and he saw them basically like be shipped off he was very upset about that so he ended up hitching up a plan and he mailed himself to freedom um he had a he had a friend that he knew that was a a a freed slave that lived in north carolina at the time who had a a a white friend who was a, a sympathizer and basically they hatched this whole plan and he was able to mail himself from the plantation in which he was a slave in Virginia to North Carolina. It was, it's pretty fucking amazing that he was able to pull it off. It's insane. It's a very like, kind of like long story. I, I I implore people to go look it up because this is one of the biggest like Houdini things I've ever, ever seen. And, um, he was able to pull it off. He was, a. He was a little bit too boisterous about, you know, actually pulling it off. So he ended up getting arrested uh-huh. and locked up for like a couple of years. But um, just just the fact, yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that he was able to like get out of what slavery was. I'm sure like whatever prison wasn't great, but it couldn't have been worse than slavery that he ended up. And then he ended up like living a free life after that. But he he mailed himself into into freedom. That's a pretty amazing fucking thing, and it it's not. One of these, you know, black history stories we talk about. There's all sorts of black history tidbits and just things that people don't know about. And um, it's all it's, it's all very cool. Some of it's very sad and a lot of it's inspiring. And it's just like, it, it's cool to see these kinds of stories. I don't know why we don't talk about these types of things more. Like, that's a wild, that's a wild story. You could like write a movie. Literally, out of just like that guy's plot alone, mailing himself into into freedom um, and shit. That would be like really cool. But that's my little black history uh, lesson for for the week. Now it's time to hit our recommendations. Recommendations, of course, is a segment where me and Kevin talk about some stuff that we've been getting into. Movies, TVs, books, anything like that. 
Kevin, what is your recommendation for the week? My recommendation this week is uh, sign up. Everybody should sign up for a FedEx account. It is easy. It's free. You can sign up online and you create a label. Like you, you just whenever you need to ship something out, uh-huh. you just type it up on the either the app on your phone or on the web page. You print out the thing, you stick it to the box or tape it or whatever. They have flat rate. It's it's so cheap and it's <laughs> quick most of the time. It's so simple. Like I, we have to use it for for work ever since lockdown. Uh-huh. So I started to really get to, you know, I had to use like the corporate account. Right. But then after a while, I was like, I'm going to sign up for my own account because I'm going to send out my own stuff. It was, it's, I sent out a couple things today that I had to send out personally. It's so easy to do, so much better than waiting in line at the post office or whatever. And all those boxes and stuff are free. If you need those, those like small, medium, large, or whatever, you can just grab a bunch of them and then, you know, send nice. them out whenever. Anyway, FedEx, it's free. FedEx. <laughs> FedEx. All right. Well, uh, I don't really send anything. Um, but yeah. if I do, I mean, if I do start up a little Etsy or something, I'll I'll definitely get the FedEx app for sure. It's cool too, though. But like, once you sign up for the account, whenever someone sends you something, it it'll pop up automatically in the app, so you don't have to worry about tracking numbers and all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's actually really yeah. cool. I guess this is going to be the recommendation segment where uh, me and Kevin tell everybody to sign up for shit. Because my recommendation for people is to. And I might have done this before, I can't remember, but please, please uh, subscribe to your local newspaper, <laughs> local reporting. Uh, local reporting is, like, so key, and it showed itself so evident uh, in, like, the past week with the shit that's going on in Texas, where oh, yeah. so much of Texas is experiencing a cold front that they haven't ever experienced before, but so many people are without power, without heat without any sort of electricity, anything at all. And the only way that people are getting information of anything down there is because of local news reporters. Like the national reporters who are talking about, you know, whatever's going on in Congress and Washington and blah, 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 all that stuff. Like that is important in its own right, but people are so fixated on that type of news when the local news places need to be supported just How as local much if about? not like my county wherever you can kevin wherever you can they all need it and all of it goes to people doing reporting and they're getting information to the public and holding people that in, in positions that, uh, in positions of power accountable they're the only people that are really like doing that there's like if there Did, aren't reporters to do that, who else is going to do that to like local politicians, to local businesses that are acting nefariously when a natural disaster happens in a state and there aren't outside national reporters that can come in, the reporters that they're on the ground are reporting everything. And that's where everybody gets their information from. It's so key on so many different levels. I cannot stress enough. The importance to subscribe to your local paper. That's expensive, dude. My, does your family uh, subscribe to the paper? My grandpa gets the paper every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I subscribe to the paper. I think my parents do. I don't know who else in my family. You do? Does. How much? How much does it cost for the Sun? Not that much. It's like, like, because they need pe- like most newspapers. You can get local newspapers. You can get good deals subscribing to your local newspaper because they need 
subscribers. Um, AJC is 25 bucks a month. That's expensive, dude. Is it expensive? You think that's expensive to there actually being people holding your government officials responsible for Bro, $17 gets me Netflix. They're not doing anything. See, I've, been a, this I've read fine, that paper fine. for I read that paper for eight months. And this is exactly like they have a digital. They have a digital. Is, they have a digital version. This is the issue that's like plaguing the country is there's people that don't think news is worth paying for. That think that reporting can just get done without actually having to pay for it. That the fourth basically estate of government is fucking news or like reporting. You don't get the paper at your house. No digital, dude. Oh, okay, All of it's okay, digital. Okay. Yeah, I, no, I'm not getting it, well, no, they, a fucking kid riding on a bike throwing a fucking newspaper onto my front step. Every well, morning. I kind of no, want the I'm Sunday paper. That. I'd want the Sunday print. You know, the Sunday is the best paper. You, know, you can do that. And everything. You can do that. I know. I see that's one, one of the options. Yeah. You can get for the AJC Atlanta Journal-Constitution, you can get uh, for $9.99 a month, all digital or fifteen ninety nine dollars a month. You've made that area your home now. And that's like where you and your lovely wife yeah. are going to be growing and expanding. And you, you, Maybe. you're going to care about what fucking people in power are doing. And the only people that are going to really keep them accountable are the local reporters. That's the only people that's going to keep them accountable. There's nobody else. Maybe I'll sign up. I'll sign up for my county paper. That's probably free. <laughs> that. That, no, I'm just kidding. I, that that's the crumbling of our America right now. That that's what you're hearing, people. people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I probably will sign up for the paper because. See, yeah, I use, but yeah, yeah. Uh. I'm just saying, like, it's important. I guess it's not as important to everybody, but like, you don't even realize how important it is until, like, something big breaks. Like when the whole big thing in Baltimore broke uh, about all of like the 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 drug task force in Baltimore that was basically just funneling money and roughing up people like just so much malpractice that was happening throughout the whole bit the only reason that it was found out is because of the local reporters like that's the only reason because they stayed on they they stayed on the beat they pressed they printed they held the people then power accountable that's how things change otherwise like power question. can run amok you know without people holding them accountable that's what reporters do it's not it's not just you know whatever thing I'll, I'll i'll sign i'm gonna do it i'm gonna sign up for a month of the ajc and although my grandpa gets it every day i could probably just i mean i did read the paper a lot there's some good business stuff in there i used to yeah, like yeah. doing it i used to like reading it you look like a crossword guy. I can see you doing some crossword. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I like the opinion pieces, though. You know, and I like a lot of the like business. And obviously, I don't get the sports stuff because my grandpa would be showing me something and be like, "I read that last night." Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. no, but but all the other stuff. <laughs> I... No, there's there's some still good stuff that you'll learn in there. I swear. I didn't mean to go on yeah, such a sure. long diatribe about this. Did not mean to have such a long recommendation segment about the newspapers. But yeah, I that that's my rant. For the week, and that's our podcast for the week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Please tell anybody, your friends, family, loved ones, anybody that you think be interested in the podcast like ours about us. We appreciate it so much. Kevin, did you have anything you wanted to say before we get out of here? Good night, all, or good morning, all. 
However, you don't know when people are listening to this. It's night for us, good, but it, it could good day. Yeah, good day to you. Good morrow. Good morrow. Um, so that's Kevin O'Connor. I'm Justin Dorsey. This has been the Threat Lads Podcast. Threat Lads. <laughs>